If you borrow to feel abundant, this becomes a dangerous pattern. Because now, every time in the future where you're like, oh, feel like the bank accounts are getting a little bit low, not feeling very abundant. Instead of your first instinct to be, what can I create to go create wealth? What levers can I pull in terms of production to go create wealth? Your default becomes, oh, where can I go borrow in order to feel wealthy? Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Chris Harder Show. It's another Money Monday over here where we talk all things money, growing your money, making money, managing your money. And today we are definitely going to do a deep dive on debt and your money. Now, I've been seeing this trend pop up lately among clients and among questions I've been getting in the DMs. And it's been around borrowing, but not just, hey, should I borrow money? It's been around borrowing to feel abundant. And I'm not just seeing it from people who are in the beginning of their financial stages. I'm seeing it from seven-figure entrepreneurs. And I've seen this question pop up in, in so many different ways now that I figured I might as well address it on the show. So here's kind of the gist of it. The heart or the spirit of the question I've been getting is, hey, interest rates are really low, or hey, the SBA is lending out basically free money, or hey, um, I don't have my 12 months of runway. Should I borrow money to feel abundant? Well, there's a lot of answers to this, but the short answer is if it's only to feel abundant, if it's to feel like when you look at your tier one assets, remember I call tier one assets the ones that are always at the the top of mind, you're checking your savings and cash on hand. If it's to look at your tier one assets and say, oh, good, I'm rich. Oh, good, I feel abundant. Oh, good, there's plenty of money in there. Then the answer is no. That's the short answer. But there's more layers to it. Remember, I highly recommend that you do whatever it takes within reason to have 12 months of an emergency fund socked away, out of sight, out of mind, easily accessible. This means... In the event of an emergency, within 24 hours, you can easily liquidate this, this you know, 12 months worth of emergency fund. And that's 12 months of your living expenses. So for example, if your mortgage, your car payment, all these things, if they added up to, let's say, $4,000 a month right, to, to keep you living the way that you're living right now, well, then 12 months times $4,000 a month would be $48,000. You need to scramble and do whatever it takes to have $48,000, 12 months worth of runway, tucked away somewhere out of sight, out of mind, but easily accessible. Now, some of you might hear that. You might panic. You're like, oh my God, I I can hardly save a thousand bucks. How how in the world am I going to get to $48,000? Well, the first thing is knowing your target. The second thing is creating a plan and believing that your world, your paradigm, your habits, your abilities, they can all change and you're capable of, of more than you think. Now, I don't want to get stuck on this emergency fund thing. There's plenty of other episodes dedicated towards, you know, in in what order do you manage your money? But that was one layer of this answer. 
should I borrow money right now when rates are, are so cheap to feel abundant? Well, if it's just to feel abundant, no. But if you're able to borrow uh, you know, at, at, let's say, 2 or 3% in order to have your 12 months worth of emergency fund, and if that payment will not bother you, or better yet, if you're refinancing your home and you're able to refinance your home, keep your mortgage payment about the same, and put that 12 months worth of emergency fund aside, and you know you won't touch it, then I would say, yeah, because that's not borrowing to feel abundant. That is borrowing to make sure that you're moving your assets around. I hope you understand that concept. You already had that asset, right? like equity in your home. You're just moving it to a different location where it's easily accessible because you can't access your equity in your home very quickly, number one. Number two, if rates skyrocket or home values go down or if we're in some kind of an economic emergency, which is the only time that you'd need this 12 months runway, well, you're not going to be able to access it. So in that case, I say, yeah, access it now. Go put it somewhere safe, out of sight, out of mind, easily accessible. And that's a time I would say borrow to be more abundant, not to feel more abundant. Now, I don't want to get caught on too many other examples, but the point that I want to start to steer towards is this. The idea of being able to look at your tier one assets, your checking savings and cash on hand, and feel more abundant, like, oh, good, I'm doing well, is a dangerous idea. It's a dangerous idea. Here's why. It makes you take your foot off the gas. It makes you take your foot off the gas when you look and say, oh my God, I'm killing it. I'm abundant. It makes you maybe work at 90% instead of 110%. And that difference in effort, that difference in urgency, that difference in being willing to do the, the, the scary things, that difference in consistency is all the difference. I mean, it literally makes or breaks you. How many of you, when you when you know your back is against the wall financially, you quickly create a program and you put it out there? How many of you, when you know you're you're financially you know desperate, you you quickly start working longer, harder, you you quickly do things you weren't willing to do in the past in order to recover, in order to to build up those accounts? I would bet a lot of you. Well, that ability right there to create wealth on demand when you feel urgency, you lose that ability. You lose that drive if you're just borrowing to put it in the account and feel abundant. And by the way, I'm not condemning you for doing this. Really smart people have been asking me this lately. People that are doing really well in business, people I really respect. So whether you're barely getting by, whether you're crushing it right now, this is, some, this is a consideration that a lot of people are, have on their minds. Here's another example. If you borrow to feel abundant, this becomes a dangerous pattern. Because now, every time in the future where you're like, oh, I feel like the bank accounts are getting a little bit low, not feeling very abundant. Instead of your first instinct to be, what can I create to go create wealth? What levers can I pull in terms of production to go create wealth? Your default becomes, oh, where can I go borrow in order to feel wealthy? You hear that big difference? Not what can I create to go create wealth. It's where can I borrow to feel wealthy? And that's a dangerous, slippery slope, my friends. One person in particular, she's a client, a very successful high-end client. And she asked me this question. It's like, hey, I really am used to having X number of dollars in the account. Right? It was just a feeling. I'm used to having X number of dollars account. And when it's above this number. I feel better. 
And we all have that number where we feel better when it's our tier one assets are above a certain number. So she's saying, psychologically, I just feel better. I sleep better. I feel safer. Should I borrow this money to get it back above this number? And my response back to her was, knowing you and your capabilities, absolutely not. Because you can create a product. You can create wealth on demand. You can go out and get a few customers if you have a sense of urgency. And this is going to stop that sense of urgency. And you are starting an addiction that will be really hard for you to break. Borrowing to feel wealthy instead of creating to create wealth. And she was so grateful for this feedback. She didn't recognize this pattern that she was just starting. And what'd she do? She quickly took one of her favorite programs, did a last minute launch, and got right above that number. And I was so freaking proud of her because now she built a healthy habit, creating to create wealth. And she avoided a bad habit, borrowing to feel wealthy. So this has been on your mind. I hope that this helped you sort out the difference of this slippery slope that you might be starting or you might already be caught in. This idea that you just check your tier one assets and, oh, I feel wealthy or, oh, I don't. There's plenty of episodes dedicated to that. And I'll do another one in the future if you want. But that's not, the, that's not your only wealth. Now, where you keep your wealth has to be strategic. Back to the example where I said, if all your wealth is in your home, you can't access that in emergency. Go ahead and take some of that out. Put it into an account that's out of sight, out of mind. Making some, some interest, but not too high risk that you can use in an emergency, 12 months of runway. But if you're just straight taking a loan instead of creating a product or finding more customers, that's the beginning of a very dangerous end. Guys, I hope this totally helped. Remember, if you want help changing how you see your wealth, one of the best ways to do that is my free text message every single morning. I wake up and whatever mantra I feel like you know, uh, sharing that day, I, I text out to you. Mostly mantras around money mindset. Sometimes they're positive business perspectives, but there are thousands and thousands and thousands of you now that get it every single morning that I wake up, Monday through Friday. And I freaking love it because your responses are awesome. By the way, if you get this, I love when you text me back in the morning. I scroll through them. Some I answer, some I don't. But I just love seeing how much you love them. So guys, listen, if you want to be on that list, just text me the word daily. Literally free, no catch. It's one of the ways I give back. Text me the word daily to 310-421-0416. Again, text me the word daily to 310-421-0416. And every morning I wake up, Monday through Friday, I'll send you a positive business perspective or a money mantra. Thanks for listening. I always love and appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.